Hello and welcome to the Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. This is a show where friends gather and talk all things Invincible, a comic book and animated series created by Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley. I am one of your hosts, TJ, and joining me as always are my co-hosts, Bill. Oh, it's Bill. Oh, uh, and Ryan, how are you, Ryan? How are you feeling? I'm good. Thank you, TJ. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a little bit of a cold, but I'm I'm doing all right. No. <laughs> oh. Okay. So uh, Ryan's going to be the third chair while um, TJ and I do most of the talking, probably. Yes, and Ryan gonna, will, will sit here, some- sip on my hot toddy and interject with hot toddy. Oh, yeah. What is that? If that sounds like a Ryan thing, it's it is, a, Ryan it thing. is a hot cocktail made with honey, lemon juice and whiskey. <laughs> OK. Yeah. So it's alcoholic. Oh, yeah. It just sounds really stupid. It sounds it's because it's like ancient. It's a really old fashioned cocktail. It sounds like hot something that would like. Like be in the movie Grease or something. Mm, no, it sounds much like older. it would be. It would be um, uh, uh, something. Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. Gatsby like, yeah, yeah. Flapper, like, totally. Flapper, see that. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, yeah. Can I get a hot toddy? Definitely. It is absolutely yeah. that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you can hear what's his name from the Nerdist podcast. He always had like the. Um, hard, oh, hard he one. did. The, he had the best AM radio like. Or like the um, what was yeah. it from uh, Last Airbender, Legend of the Korra. The announcer? Yeah, the announcer guy. Yeah, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, From- we are here to uh, review and talk all about Grizzly Shark. Mm-hmm. That was voted on by the listeners on Twitter. Uh, once again, no Destroyer, which uh, I think is I think it's becoming a thing. I think, and I'm I'm here for it. I like mm, it. Don't make it a thing because then it will absolutely be a thing if it's not a thing. No, the, the no. listeners just hate us, and I, I don't, that's fine. No, that's I hate not what we talked about. It. There we go. There we go. I hate it. I I, I fucking I never ever want to read Destroyer, and not because of the art. The art is great, and Corey Walker did amazing. It's the writing I hate. Robert Kirkman, ugh, ugh. Yeah, terrible. And you definitely haven't already read it. No, absolutely haven't invested money and time. Nope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will say that out of the four options, you know, if it wasn't going to be a destroyer, no, no offense to the, you know, all, all four titles are great, but I was super excited to get back into Grizzly Shark mm-hmm. and we will talk oh, about that. But if you would like to be a part of the show, you can reach out to us at the invincible podcast at gmail.com. Unless you're Mitch Crasson, in that case, no one wants to hear from you. You can also find us on our website theinvinciblepodcast.com pretty easy to remember mm-hmm. um we're on twitter we're on facebook we're on youtube spotify stitcher we're everywhere we're we're doing stuff we are also the oblivion song podcast in which uh our final episode and uh review of the final issue is coming out soon it's currently slated the issue is currently slated for april 20th um and if that stays on track and doesn't get delayed fingers crossed this might be the last time we record invincible before an episode of oblivion song Mm. unless it gets delayed unless it gets delayed Unless it gets delayed. But if it doesn't, then that means our last uh, episode reviewing issue 36 um, out of 36 will be on April 22nd. So keep an eye out for that. Maybe some cool surprises. Maybe not. We don't know. Um, So, yeah, not really anything in the way of Invincible news this month. Pretty quiet month. Yeah. 
Corey That's Walker um, mm-hmm. had a had a pretty fun TJ. I think you yeah, shared that, right? It's pretty great that he's been bringing uh, doing posts again. I almost don't want to call attention to it because last time we did, it disappeared for like six months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are we taking credit for that for him getting too popular and then and no, then it was like, right around the time that Kirkman said if everybody go check it out and they'll reveal oh, something, yeah. and then everybody did, and then it stopped and went away. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he did post, uh, some new stuff on his blog. If you want to check that out, you can go to his Twitter, um, and click on the link in his bio, um, some cool stuff on there where yeah. he talks about how he created or like the original vision for Omni-Man and, uh, and Invincible, which were mm-hmm. not Omni-Man and Invincible. Mm-hmm. So cool stuff there. We've also been doing some, uh, commentary. Um, we've been, I mean, the first three episodes we released um, of our own commentary while you are enjoying the animated series, uh, episodes one, two, and three, Mm -hmm. those are out there right now. Um, I used to love, 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 especially the Lord of the Rings commentaries uh, on like DVDs and everything. And this is a thing that I feel like I don't really check out anymore. And um, I was talking to somebody about this the other day, but I want to say it was Christopher Nolan that did it. Might have been Christopher Nolan. But anyway, someone recorded an audio commentary like this for you to go into the theater with a headphone in and watch the movie in theaters with their commentary. And I always like that. Yeah, I always. Because I feel like they're always that's something that is typically done, but you have to wait for the DVD Mm -hmm. or the Mm Blu-ray. Yeah, I I wouldn't necessarily want my first experience. No, no. It would be for second or third viewings and stuff like that. It's their way of getting more. Bingo. <laughs> Money. Yeah, ticket sales. Yeah. yeah. But we wanted to do something like this. We obviously did it with Sky High. And I want to say we even joked back then that we would be doing it for the Invincible Animated episodes. Um, and we we overdid it. We indulged a bit much on the Invincible Animated episodes when they first came out. So it was really exciting to kind of get to the point where it was a few months ago. We were like, you know what? We really want to watch it. But let's wait till the one year. Mm-hmm. It is time. But yeah, we did the first three episodes. We uh, released those um, on the one-year anniversary of the first episode. Uh, We're going to be doing the rest of the series. I don't know if we're going to be releasing them on the anniversary. Are we doing that? Is that what we're doing? We're going to try. We'll, we're gonna we'll, try. We'll, we'll talk, you know, after this episode, and you know, we'll we'll try and time it out. Because not only am I not feeling well, but I leave tomorrow morning to, to go on a trip for a week. Um, so we'll see if we can squeeze in um, even remotely uh, and get those other audio commentaries up. We definitely wanted to get the three on the anniversary of the first, uh, you know, release date. Um, but we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I, well, we're definitely going to do them, and we want whether, to whether or not they're going to release on the one year anniversary of their original release date. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. we like the idea of um, trying to get people into the chat because we're watching them together over the Amazon watch party. And uh, it's been fun kind of putting that chat link out there for people to watch along with us and jump into the chat and, you know, give their thoughts. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, indeed. Uh, we also have been doing um, something that we started last episode and I think we're going to continue doing are some giveaways. Mm hmm. Everybody likes free shit. Yep. Not ready to announce the next one yet, but we do have to pick a winner for the first one. And uh, thanks to Whatnot, uh, we got our hands on a uh, awesome variant cover from Tyler Kirkham, the trade dress version of Invincible. These look incredible. 
And um, we're going to give that away now. We ask everyone to go over to YouTube and uh, uh, leave a comment under our last episode. And uh, we were going to draw from that. And there are 20 different comments in there. So Ooh. one of 20. Not bad odds. Not, not bad. bad odds. I, I would all. still lose. I would still lose 100% of the time. Probably. If you're sitting there right now and you didn't comment and you're like, wow, only 20 comments. I wish I had commented. Mm-hmm. Well, now you know for next time. You're going to have right. uh, more opportunities in the future. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we go. I am going to be pushing the button on this Keep random in mind that- comment generator. That Bill and I can't see the the generator, but we're going to react when uh, Ryan tells us what it is. <laughs> you can see it if you're watching us on YouTube. Hopefully, if I did this right, uh, I might might be able to get it in there. All right, here we go. All right. It's going, it's going, it's going, it's going. So I we're see Mike fake. Carter's name. Oh, man. And oh. Luis Cortez. Hey, hey Luis. All right. Congratulations. Uh, their comment says, I hope Destroyer wins next. Hmm. <laughs> You should have won. <laughs> the story was pretty off. cool, and I love Corey Walker's artwork. By the way, have you guys tried to get in an interview with Walker? It would be awesome to have him on the podcast. There we go. Thank you, Luis. That's, and uh, yes, actually, um, first of all, yes, that's, that's a dream of ours for sure. Uh, we to haven't get Corey Walker on. We haven't tried hard enough. I don't think. I, I I would like to really try and try to. It's either going to be a yes, a great, or nothing's going to happen, or we're going to burn the bridge entirely because we try. <laughs> if anybody so hard. has his home address and wants to send it to us, and we can go to his door nope. and just like nope. knock on the nope. and then ring the doorbell mm-hmm. over and over, and then mm-hmm. we'll get him. We'll get no, him. No. We'll get him. We'll get him. We'll Sir, get do him. you have a comment? We'll no, we. we <laughs> <laughs> no, we. Uh, we will not do that. Yeah, but hopefully, I mean, maybe one day, hey, maybe at Luca, maybe if we go to Luca, TJ and Bill, oh maybe because Corey Walker to. goes there. True, that he's always going to be walking out of the room as we walk in. Corey, it's going to be something like that. Yeah, it would be. So yeah, congratulations. We'll uh, we'll get in touch and we'll uh, um, get you that issue and keep an eye out for future giveaways. We're hoping to do more of these things. Cool, super duper. Now let's talk about Grizzly Shark. Grizzly Shark came out in, uh, actually it was, excuse me, before I get ahead of myself, uh, it was Sea Bear versus Grizzly Shark. It came out in 2010. That was the first appearance of Grizzly Shark. Mm -hmm. And that was uh, a project that Ryan Notley and Jason Howard uh, decided to do together. Jason Howard, um, as you know, is the artist of I mean, in the Kirkman universe, is known for being the artist of the Astonishing Wolfman, or excuse me, Astounding Wolfman, um, which is one of our favorite side stories of Invincible or uh, spin-off series of Invincible. Um, they decided to do it together, and it was just ridiculous and insane. Yeah, and, they uh, like it was like after a convention or something. They were just shooting the shit, and they were goofing off about about you know about how they would end up like what would a shark be like on land what would be in well then the then the bear would be in the ocean and all this stuff and um and they decided to do it as like this little one shot a black and white one shot where they each told their story um and one of my favorite things about it i don't know if you guys got a chance to read it in that little um one shot was robert kirkman's origin story did you guys read that i didn't get a chance to read it no Bill, I, I just read the I feel like you need to read it on air because it is quite amazing. I'm going to find it and I'm going to send it to you. Oh, when you when you you sent it to us, didn't you already send it to us or no? I did. When you said read the first part, I thought you were talking about Sea Bear, which I also read. Oh, no, that's what I meant. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. But the origin in the beginning, written by Robert Kirkman, is quite amazing, and I want to read it. I don't know if I can get okay. through it though. So Bill, would you it. like to? Would you like to take that? I'm going to send it As over we, to you right now, Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as it's filling, fill it, filling the dead air, filling your so waiting, I, waiting. I, um, Bill, did you read the Sea Bear one? Uh, I read all three issues. Okay. So there, yeah. there was there was the one that came out in 2010, um, which was uh, Grizzly Shark versus Sea Bear, but the Grizzly Shark portion portion was, I believe, just the first part of the first issue of Grizzly Shark, so you you didn't really miss anything there. But then I did read Sea Bear too, which was also just as insane as Grizzly it Shark was, and, and was ex- cool and hilarious. What was cool about that is that it was. I mean, it was obviously Jason Howard. So it was Jason yeah. Howard writing a sea bear story, which was yeah. very good. And, and illustrating or? or oh, yeah. And illustrating. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, cool. Yeah, you'll have to check that out later, Bill, because it, it, really it is really great. Because the idea was they were each, like, that was part one for each of them. And then um, uh, Jason Howard just was too busy to do part two, part three. So Ryan yeah, Alley, he was doing trees because he does pencils, he does inks, and he does colors. Mm-hmm. So he was way too busy to to, to gotcha. continue it. Yeah. So, so, so Ryan Alley just – You want me to read this? This is long, though, but I think it's worth it, especially because you've never read it and TJ hasn't okay. heard it. This is going to be very good. Now, Robert Kirkman okay. insisted that he could write the origin for Grizzly Shark and Sea Bear. So this is – the origin of their universe by Robert Kirkman, read to you by Bill Hake. Okay. So, The Origin of the Bear and the Origin of the Shark by Robert Kirkman. <laughs> so, an origin tale by Robert, in parentheses, Robert. Yes, Kirkman. Robert, Robert Kirkman. And lo, in the time before time was time and space was space. In the remote reaches of our universe, there was the planet Earth. It was not the Earth we know today. This Earth was very much very different. We, what we know now to be land was not land at all. And what we <laughs> know now to be water was not water at all. <laughs> what we know now as land was in fact water. And what we know now <laughs> as water was in fact land. All of the land creatures. <laughs> <laughs> All of the land creatures we now know existed in this time and lived their lives in water. All of the water creatures we know now existed in this time and lived their lives on land. And everyone was happy. And then came the time of the great reversal. It was a time of great calamity and upheaval. Many lives were lost in the, the sorry in the transition and still many more lives were forever changed forever. Mountains roared and oceans cried as the massive shift took place. What we knew then to be land became water, and what we knew then to be water became land. All of the animals of Earth that lived in the water were suddenly made to live on land, and all of the animals of Earth that lived on land were suddenly made to live in water. It was a time of great hardship as the great water creatures, the elephant, the wolf, and the bird were forced to live on land. And it was a time of great hardship as the great land creatures, the whale, the fish, and the dolphin were forced to live in the water. But poor unfortunate bear and poor unfortunate shark, they got mixed up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Only Robert Kirkman can take two sentences and turn it into two paragraphs. (laughs) (laughs) I love it because it says nothing, but it says so much. Ridiculous. Yeah. That was awesome. 
thank you, Ryan, for having us for mm-hmm. having us read that mm-hmm. and experience it. Thank you. So just because Bill didn't get a chance to read it, uh, the in that uh, little you know I don't know what you'd call it one shot type thing. Um, Jason Howard's Sea Bear was really fun. I actually really yeah, really was. enjoyed that, and it gets really batshit crazy. Yeah, in a different way, and it's cool seeing like bits of um, astounding Wolfman in there. Does like, it get does it get just batshit crazy, or does oh. it get bear shit crazy? Oh, it really was just ridiculous, though. Like him walking in and being like. Hey man, I need to run a boat. And the guy turning around and being like ripping his face off and being like, uh, and he's a uh, bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. It's yeah. definitely worth reading. Yeah, and then and then uh, I'm, I'm gonna spoil it for you, Bill. Shark. I'm gonna spoil it for you, Bill. And then for him okay. to at one point just be like, "Gaja!" And he's a cyborg and he's got blades for hands. <laughs> the bear does? No, the no. man, the regular man. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It was awesome. It was very, very good. I enjoyed so, that too. So, Bill, what are your initial thoughts uh, rereading Grizzly Shark? I, uh, oh my God. The best thing about Grizzly Shark is the fact that Otley wrote it, obviously, but also that he did the letters. So when you're reading it, like – just just it's a very personal like it, it's just it's just you could tell that he's sitting there writing the most ridiculous thing ever and trying to make it as absurd as humanly possible. It was so much fun. Um, all of the stupid sound effects, like everything had a sound effect. Oh and my it God. Was, every time it was munch. Every time. Yeah, it was just yeah. munch. Yeah, dude. Um, and all all like there's there's points in the comic where it's like a montage of different people bleeding like a girl has her period because <laughs> the shark can smell blood. Right. So, you know, swatting a mosquito. Um, the girl has her period, I think, is the funniest one. Oh, my God. The cannibal baby. Yeah. Um, that like it just it just keeps getting more and more and more absurd and ridiculous. And I loved every second of it. And and the end, the the the. The collision of Grizzly Shark and and um, Sea Bear, dude. That fight scene. The fight. It's so is good. There, there is a part in it. Yeah. Where and if again, if you're listening to this, it's the the thwap of yeah. sand. <laughs> when Grizzly Shark has this has or sorry, it's sea when bear he first shark. they first get together. And, like yeah. Sea Bear tackles him to the ground, and they're the first time that they're on land, and, and then and Sea Bear. <laughs> There's sound effects to everything. Like his his flipper in the sand is like shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. And you're like, what is he doing? It's <laughs> been like thwaps the sand into sea bears eyes. Face. Oh my god, guys! That's, oh my dude, god. That whole that oh, whole man, sequence there's... of events, and then and then him like yelling at the bear to do something about it, and it's just him sitting there staring at him. He's like, oh nope, sorry, you were doing fine. But then like grabbing the shark by the tail, throwing him, like the the pulling the branch back. Throwing him out of the boat with yes, the, the, yes. the father the, and the son. In the middle of nowhere. Son, like, how son, did you miss the, the ocean? Yeah, and then the son being like, it's okay, Dad, I have the gun. And the dad's like, no, you can't just use the gun. And then he sees the bear and the shark. And he, <laughs> the father takes the gun and puts it to his own head. And the son's like, Dad, no, what are you doing? He's like, damn it, son, let me die. Because <laughs> it's his worst nightmare. Like The, the shark driving the boat back. back. All bloody, yeah, just like smiling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Oh it's gosh. So, so TJ, what? <laughs> I mean, we all kind of just started talking about it, but uh, it was so much better than I remember it. I don't remember liking it as much. I remember loving it, but I don't remember liking it as much as I enjoyed it rereading it the second time. It was so much funnier than I thought it was going to be. I I wrote down my favorite moments of uh, uh, it started raining and it was uh, it was washing all the ice cream off of them, uh, which the the sharks can't uh, can't stand the the, the, the the cinnamon and the guy was gummy bears. Yeah, the cinnamon gummy bear. The sharks didn't like that, so it was washing that off their bodies. And he goes, "Oh, it's okay. Sharks probably can't smell through water." Dude, I thought that was really yes, funny. That is good. Um, I like uh, what's her name, Lorraine or mm-hmm. Loretta or whatever her name was. Like it was just chaos going, and it was I was reading it so quickly because it was so it was such chaos, and then, and then she gets uh her body gets eaten and she just looks up at the other people and she goes, fly, you fools. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> My God, some of the references are so good. The oh, first man. appearance, the first appearance of Sea Bear out of the water and um, what's his name? The dumb guy, John, uh, John Boy John, or John Bobby? Yeah, John, John Bobby. Yeah. John Bobby looks up and he goes, bunny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. <laughs> um and then we talked about flapping the sea, the the sand and sea bear's face. But those are definitely by far my my favorite moments. Yeah, so all, good. All, and Ryan Otley in an interview with IGN actually said that, you know, one of his favorite things about it was all those little montage moments of it cutting mm-hmm. away. And mm-hmm. it, I love in the second one, there's the guy driving the bus after, of course, the two people that get into a car accident. But then the guy driving the bus and he's reading the text and the text is like, a page long and it's all about how yeah. you probably shouldn't be reading this right now. Yeah. Maybe just, I should send this later because it's probably not a good idea for you to be reading this while you're driving mm-hmm. and it's just going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So just, that, I mean that part like, Oh my God. So the bus slams sideways into a boulder that fell. All of the people in the bus are jettisoned out and then it's a full page of the people flying on one side and then all of the, <laughs> all of the, the sharks, sharks on the other side. Like, Oh my God. Guys, how much fun. It's just so ridiculous. And like literally and, the And I agree, I agree with what you said TJ. Like I liked this a lot more this time than reading too. it the first time. Yeah. I think because you have to really know what you're in for because it's out exactly. there. Exactly. It's out there, it's brutal, it is it's gory and it's disturbing, but it's making fun of that stuff. Um this came out in 2010 too, and we were still like kind of getting into comics, and we didn't really. We were still. Oh, this was but the one shot was 2010. Right, the one shot was 2010. So, we're this came out. We, this came out in 2016. Pretty sure. Hold on, let me double check. No yeah. way. Yes. The full Grizzly Shark did, yeah. Grizzly Shark did, and Grizzly Shark returns, and Sea Bear versus Grizzly Shark, yeah. Okay, that doesn't seem right, right? Seven years no, ago. No, it seems like no. It seems like it was at least ten years ago. I know, isn't that weird? Seven years ago, so this came out around the end of Invincible. Yeah, April 2016. It's in the back or in the issue. I'm wow! At but Grizzly Shark, he was still writing the, Invincible. Yeah, Grizzly Start Shark drawing. is the first one shot. Is the first half of this mm-hmm. of this issue? So mm-hmm. of the first issue. So and I don't remember reading that one shot in black and white. I think I. I I feel like I do. I feel like we were excited about it because we were we were on Invincible by mm-hmm, then. Like mm-hmm. we we started reading Invincible long before that. We were reading Haunt around this time, so we definitely read this. And I remember like expecting, because we were young and dumb and stupid, that it was going to be more similar to something that 
Kirkman would do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we were expecting, and we loved it. But I think that that's why, Ryan, like you're saying, reiterating what you're saying, we enjoyed it even more now because we knew going back into it just how ridiculous it was. Mm-hmm. It feels like it's writ- being written by a kid, but r- being written very well. <laughs> you know? So, so that yeah. guy getting his uh, the boy chopping his dad's hand off with the axe. I was, I was just reading that part. Like, I mean, I'm just that's, that's, that's a Walking Dead reference, right? Um, it's the same kind of yeah, I, I guess so. Did he get his hand? I thought he he got his hand cut off with a machete. Was it a was it an axe? Oh, oh, you're right. No, you're right because it was an axe that he would always use. And for yeah. some reason, I was thinking it was his same his same axe. Right at the jump, though, you got this teenager or boy, I guess, um, get half his body chopped off and his father is like, well, we have to cauterize the body. So he throws his, his entire, he throws his son, his entire body into the fire. Just totally ridiculous right from the jump. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And the part where he hadn't peed it like in days. That's and probably the, my least favorite part. <laughs> it's, it's the most disgusting part it of is. the whole thing. And I would yeah. agree. It's like, Oh, too far. I don't know. I don't, but like the pee just shoots out of his like, Sack, like yeah. his torso, blood whatever sack. he's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty gross. Yeah, yeah but just ridiculous. Overall, I mean, Ryan Otley just—I I don't know, man. You could just tell that he was laughing the whole time that he that, that he was writing it. And yeah, he definitely had a lot of fun. And just, oh my god, the rock! I seriously, I've never been more crushed. And then the boulder falls on the woman walking her dog. And mm-hmm. then, and then you later see that boulder is that boulder is what those cars crash the into. Bus hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love it how anytime someone gets eaten, it is how he managed to draw parts of them. Whether it be the one guy, oh yeah, the one guy blowing smoke on the guy's cut. That that was a, that was a, ugh, that one bothered me. <laughs> um, but like anytime you see him, the shark eating someone how he takes like bites at a time or like you'll see just the front half of them or just their eyes or something like the way he managed to draw that was really cool. Yeah, it's always like the it's it's always like a side by side panel. So it's the panel of like a whole family right here. And then the next panel is the shark already taking a bite out of them. And like, you know, you got half of the mom's head is here. And Mm -hmm. then like, you know, it's it's a perfect shark the way he d- d- dissected people yeah. in interesting ways mm-hmm. it was yeah and fun and interesting there is there is thought like there is thought put in just the lips mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah. what he loves to do and it's what he's best best at is gore and and craziness i also love the part where they ha- they have the baby by the string and the the shark jumps out and they're like riding the shark uh-huh. with a whole uh mm-hmm. um stampede of sharks behind them and they're just holding the baby out in front of the shark that was good too it was definitely a um like jurassic park type thing with them in the in the long grass you know them setting a trap with that guy mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it was definitely um, a ton of fun i definitely want <clears throat> hopefully one day ryan to ryan otley to go back to uh grizzly shark and do some more maybe uh maybe more with uh jason howard i really, C-Bear I really wish sea bear uh jason howard would be able to finish sea bear i know it might not be worth worth doing but that first issue was a lot of fun i'd like to see what um because it set up some things there's a little bit of a uh, of mm-hmm. a cliffhanger there um i'd like to see what jason howard would have done with an issue two and three and then to get those colored that would be really really cool guys I would like that 
So at the end of issue three, when I, I was sad when when Seabear died, mm-hmm. when he got his mm-hmm. head chomped on, like I wanted him to win. I really did. He was a hero. But I so thought he was going to come back. Yeah. So it's it's the page together. It's it's the little things that make me laugh out loud. And so the shark bites the grizzly bear's face or sea bear's face. And then um, the two guys, John Bob and and um, what's the the he has no legs, whatever his name is. They're running. And the one panel of the shark going grr and sidestepping out of a bush, mm-hmm. like <laughs> just the way that the lines are drawn. So, you know, that yeah. he's like sliding coming into frame. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so fucking awesome. I didn't plan this at all either, but. I'm wearing like a battle bear T-shirt today. Oh, you are! Oh wow! Oh, fitting. So, I was gonna see. Uh, I was thinking about putting this on Twitter, or I was gonna ask you guys, and I never got around to it. And then I thought about it a little, and it was very hard. I was gonna see if you guys can come up with two animals that would mix in a fun way. So, animals that have two words, but ironically, a lot of them are like sharks and bears, like tiger shark, hammerhead shark polar bear grizzly bear like and i didn't want it to be another shark and bear but the best thing i can come up with was hold on a second it was uh a mountain lion and a flying squirrel so it would be mountain squirrel and flying lion and flying lion yeah and i really like that i want to see mountain lion I'm sorry, mountain squirrel. It's just this beastly squirrel that's like. No, it would have to be a normal sized squirrel. <laughs> You're right. Sorry. You're right. You're right. It would be a normal sized squirrel, but it would just yeah. live in the mountains. And then flying lion, it would be it would be a full grown lion, but in the trees, like chewing nuts. Yeah, and it and it would it would leap from tree to tree. It would never touch the ground or something. <laughs> yeah, that was the best one I could come up with. <clears throat> yeah. If you if you've got one. Send it to us. I want to hear yeah. it. You know what? This might be a good opportunity for you to put it in the comments of uh, our YouTube video. There you go. There you go. Um, speaking of listener interaction, I think we have some emails. We do have an email. We have an email from Mitch about Grizzly Shark. Oh, Lord. Sorry, TJ. Yeah. So, I mean, he, he knew not to email the Invincible Podcast, so he just... He sent it in a letter to my house. Mm-hmm. That's not true. So I would read it. Stamped so. it. Uh, hey, squad. First of all, I want to claim my rightful title as the Grizzly Shark influencer on this Twitter poll. I've never read it and saw literally only the cover <laughs> of it and wanted to do it. It sounded too stupid to not be fantastic. I actually went and read it, and I didn't like it, LOL. <laughs> DJ, how mad are you right now? I don't know. Carry on, please. (laughs) I actually went and read it and didn't like it. The biggest thing was that it seemed like a book that had gore, and that was the main reason the book book exists. To me, Invincible has it for a purpose, but this just wasn't for me. Um, Also, I... Not knowing anything, I legit expected a shark that walked around on grizzly legs <laughs> and had grizzly arms. Not sure why, but that was my comical interpretation of it. Anyway, maybe Destroyer will happen next time. Still don't know what that one is either. Mitch Crasson. Love so Mitch, basically I what agree. he's saying like, is that he is the sole reason why we didn't do Destroyer because he's taking 
personal credit for the reason why we're doing and it. Was it, close. Really it was like, close. And he didn't even like it. Well, I'm glad he read it. And Mitch, if if what TJ and I have to say is any consolation, um, read it again in like five years. And I think you'll like it. I, or I really, just read it. Or just read it again now. Like yeah, knowing really, that yeah. knowing that it's ridiculous. Knowing like, that it's it is a comedy. It is a comedy first and foremost. It looks like a mature, gory kind of like thriller or something, but like it is first and foremost a comedy and it was it would be like going into Austin Powers expecting a James Bond movie and expecting it to be like really good and and then Austin Powers happening. So I can get how but I mean the it's Grizzly Shark. Like what <laughs> what what were the expectations? Like I don't know. There to be some crazy like more depth awesome of story. Character. Yeah. Yep. More emotion. That sucks. I'm sorry you didn't like it, but you will. And there were, and, and, and I forgot to bring this up earlier. There were actually around this time some fun um, invincible um, references that were made. TJ, oh, yeah. you know, uh, you probably know more than I do because it's on the cover that I think you own. Is it right behind you? No, you used to own this page. It was a final page of an issue. It showed Baby Terra. And it was Mark saying, uh, I think it's time we left Earth, you know, that whole right. thing. Yep. And on the floor, I want to say that's when there was a, a shark and a bear. I might be wrong because I might be thinking of the cover to. No, you're right. You're right. I'm, I'm right. You're right. Because I think it's also. They were definitely the, plushies. Yeah, they were stuffed yeah, animals. I'm also toys. picturing the cover of um, issues uh, something. Um, 68. I don't know. It's the one with. Um, Immortal and Kate's kids on the cover, and they're playing mm. with toys. And there might be a shark and bear it reference might be in there too. Yeah, it might be either way, it's here. a little. It's in the kids' rooms. It's usually yeah. in kids' rooms where there's the the, the shark and bear. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm. Uh, Ryan, you have an email. I do. This comes from Travis. Travis says, "Hey, Bill, Ryan, and TJ." And I had to chop this down a little bit, Travis. It was a bit long, but I'll get there. I just finished the second volume of Radiant Black. Wow, and congratulations. Let me start over. I have been an avid listener and enjoyer of your podcast for some time now. Since I liked that episode with Kyle Higgins, um, he purchased it. And after reading it, I was pleasantly surprised by a special cameo by the Circle Guy News. What? No way, I said out loud. Even without your image, see what I did there, being added to it, I liked Radiant Black enough to pre-order the second volume. Bringing us back to the beginning of my letter. Uh, I love the co-creator episodes you guys are doing currently, and it was great to meet, meet Riker. Now for the real reason I'm contacting you. With the Super Dinosaur Show, when the Super Dinosaur Show premiered on Amazon in 2018, I watched all of it to give Kirkman the views in, to, in some way to help Invincible along. That's what I told myself. <laughs> Afterwards, I thought, with Angstrom Levy on the horizon, why not have Invincible arrive there instead of Spider-Man's world like he did in the comic? You can have a funny moment where Dinosaurus is introduced to Invincible and be like, oh, hi, do you know Derek? Uh, and suddenly Dinosaurus attacks Invincible like a rabid raptor or something. My question to you, gentlemen, is with Angstrom's powers and licenses be damned, where would you want Invincible to meet up with and or team up with or who? Uh, my meetup would be Bruce Timm's near perfect Batman show with Kevin Conroy and Mark saying the classic, your name is just lazy speech. Thanks for continuing to create great content that fills my hour commute to my job. You guys rock, mainly because you have TJ, who's the... Oh, it's the sweet one. Travis. (laughs) Yes, are you guys planning on going to New York Comic Con this year? I don't know. 
We are um, undecided. We've had discussions, but we need to have further discussions on that. We do. There might be other conventions on in play, but we'll see. But we definitely want to make it to at least one convention this year. Mm-hmm. We'll let and everybody know. And when we know. decide, we'll let you know. Yeah, definitely, because we want to hang out with as many people as we can, see people. It's been so long. As soon as like Invincible really started to take off, the pandemic happened. And um, I mean, as far as like the show and everything. Um, and we're excited to see everybody, all the new fans. Indeed. Indeed. But as far as, uh, uh, let's stick stick with animated series. What animated world would you want Invincible to pop into via Angstrom Levy portal? I mean, he stole the answer. I mean, that is the, there, there isn't really, I mean, there is a definitive answer there and he, and he took it. Uh, so aside from that, man, it's tough not to just go like Batman beyond. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say Penny Beyond. I feel I feel like that would be a better fit tonally, because he and Terry would have some really fun banter. Yeah, I feel. And Terry McGinnis in his bat suit would like actually, you know, pose some sort of not threat, but he could actually hold his own against Invincible a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, it also like feels series. like it, I don't think he'd do well in it also, Avatar. Yeah, it also feels obvious to say '90s Spider-Man. Um, I feel like one that's a safe bet, if anything, would be, um, something in the boys universe with their animated series going on. Mm. Seems pretty easy, mm. but you know, yeah. Yeah. so speaking of Batman beyond, sorry to, to segue, uh, I'm pretty sure curse of the white Knight, Uh, the Batman beyond one comes out tomorrow. Oh, really? Because we're recording this Tuesday, so I, and, I think and, it's supposed to, and I think it's still slated to. One thing that's a little weird, though, is that he put on his Instagram that uh, he's like releasing this summer. Maybe the but uh, Comicsology still says tomorrow. So hmm. as as of this recording, so if you're listening to this, it should be out now. Hmm. But we'll uh, we'll keep an eye out for that. I don't tomorrow, know if I, I read the last thing in that universe. What? Uh, yes, the Harley you did. Quinn. What was it, Harley Quinn? The Harley Quinn one. Oh, I didn't read that one either. Yeah. Because <laughs> the last one was Ezreal, right? Yeah. Yes. I mean, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be awesome. Um, I have an email from Jacob Goodhart. What a, what a lovely name. I know. I love when Jacob writes in because it's such a he's, – he's got such a good heart. He's a guy. He's, he's, he's Oh, man. Guy. That was um, – Dear Invincible Podcast, I've been enjoying the latest episodes and exploring other works by the creators of Invincible. I've read a few other things by Robert Kirkman like Brit and Tech Jacket, but I didn't even know about his other series outside of a miniseries about Jubilee of the X-Men. My question for you guys is this. If you could see Kirkman write any comic book today, regardless of publisher, who would it be? Personally, I'd love to see him write Spider-Man. Spidey is my favorite superhero, and Kirkman is able to balance the super heroic, the super heroic and the mundane amazingly. It's it's why when I first started reading Invincible, I advertised it to my friends as Spider-Man meet superman and and with ryan otley drawing it it would be just like its title sorry i'm blind here plus how the romance between mark and eve was i'd love to see him do peter and mj some justice thanks mm-hmm. Jake, good heart. Hmm. 
I feel like my answer is always going to just be bad Batman. Batman all the time. Yeah. It's always just going to be Batman. I think there's, I think there's uh, room like the white knight and curse of the white knight is my favorite Batman stuff because it's like the ultimate universe of it, you know? And I feel like mm-hmm. Kirkman could do something really fun like that. I think there's a lot of depth um, and there's a lot of opportunity to Kirkman affies <clears throat> Batman. I kind of feel the same way about that as I do about like X-Men though, which he did do a little bit in ultimate X-Men, but like mm-hmm. it's also something that's been so done. And I don't know if there's an, it's almost too big to put the Kirkman spin on it in a way. I almost feel like I'd lean more towards what he's actually talked about in the past with uh, something like Transformers or something, something that I don't have a big attachment to, but mm-hmm. I could see him taking this thing that he's clearly passionate about and turning it into something that like I fall in love Would with because us. exactly yeah. because I know so little of it. Yeah. So him like, you know, introducing all these crazy characters and putting a cool spin almost. Wouldn't it be cool if he did a like if he wrote and produced and, and not directed, obviously, but like a Transformers TV show, like an animated show? Yeah. Could you imagine like Transformers by Kirkman? Like Beast. Did you guys watch Beast Wars? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. You know, that's isn't, like, that, isn't that technically the next Transformers movie to come out? Yeah, it fucking is. But I uh, like yeah. I could I could just die if Kirkman did yeah. a Beast rat, Wars. Rat Trap. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah. yeah. I love that show. Mm-hmm. It's so funny seeing those early 3D animated shows like reboot and everything and how janky the 3D was back then. Yeah, but, but it was Beast still, Wars. It had, a, it had an aesthetic, though. Like, it had yeah. that style. Yeah. God, I remember watching it when I was a kid just being, like, floored. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit, this is the future. Yeah. And yeah. even still, like, I, like watching it now, I feel like I'm transported back to being that young, so it still looks good to me. Like, it doesn't look bad. I'm I'm still impressed by it. I'm like, Riker, look at these graphics. And he's like, ugh. Really? What? Oh. Yeah, I don't see it as much as I do with reboot, but yeah, yeah, it's a little rough. Reboot, uh, yeah, that's reboot yeah. hasn't aged very well, but and Beast Wars cool. got really weird. It was like season three or something like that that it the the style changed a bit and everything got super so like was, shiny and futuristic. Yeah, well, no, that that was really good stuff because they found like more energon or something like that or what was it? Was it energon? It sounds right. Right. The crystal that and that's why they had to stay in beast form, because mm-hmm, otherwise mm-hmm. the it, they the, it overloaded them. Um, but when they when it the show changed from Beast Wars to Beast Machines, do you remember that? Oh, yeah. And the animation, it was no longer computer generated like it was actually drawn. But they went back to Cybertron and the planet was completely taken mm-hmm. over. No, maybe I didn't watch that. Actually. You don't remember? Oh, man. No, it was still the, the, the stuff I'm referring to. It was still the the CG, but they were just all metal metal. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Optimus was like a big jet. Yeah, like yeah. a jet, and uh, yeah, hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. So yeah, All right. sure. Here we go. What what so else you got for I us, Ryan or TJ? I think that does it for emails and um, so on. Keep an eye out over on Twitter. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing another co-creator, um, but if we are, we'll put the vote up like usual. Let everyone decide on anything other than destroyer of course because that's just the way it goes um we have a few minutes uh because this is a little bit of a shorter episode but if there's anything you guys want to talk about whether it be a movie video game tv show i beat and platinumed and 100 percented ghost of tsushima 
You platinumed it? Oh, yeah. And 100%ed it? Everything. <laughs> I did everything wow. except Legends mode. I am excited to still do some more of that uh, of that multiplayer mode, but that game was probably the best version of a like Assassin's Creed style mm-hmm. game. Um, I, of course, loved Assassin's Creed Odyssey and also 100% of that game, but um, this, as far as gameplay, visuals, story, was a more full package, even though I prefer the world of uh, Odyssey more. This was just an incredible game. I absolutely loved it. So, And uh, Katie yep. and I also finished It Takes Two, which I am begging everyone to play, like TJ... Bill, our fr- other friends, like I bought it. it. Did you get? Did you try it yet? I have. I haven't played it at all. I bought yeah. it for me and Liz to play, but yeah, we, you we guys should. Started, yeah. You guys should definitely play it. It is. It is a lot of fun. It's some of the best gameplay, and it's such a great co-op game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot of fun. Finish that up. Yeah. How um, you guys I beat Horizon um, Forbidden oh, nice. West. Um, I did not one hundred percent it, but I'm still playing it. Um, mm-hmm. It it's it surprised me. Like as far as sequels go, I feel like I wasn't expecting much like zany crazy story stuff to happen, but they took ideas from the first one and just expounded on them and the story surprisingly was the best part. Like Which is something it, interesting that I've been hearing cuz like I'll hear one of two things. I'll hear yeah, it's more of the same gameplay-wise, but then when people talk about story or anything they're like yeah, it, it goes places. It's like, huh? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, like, uh, I which don't is exciting, and I don't want to know, and I don't want to know because after playing the first one and its DLC, the gameplay is what hooks me more than anything. I don't mm-hmm. even remember much of the story. I kind of, yeah. I get the little bits of it, but the gameplay was just so. It felt so good. Yeah, um, and it's it's equally as good. There, I mean, there are really stupid things that I I hated that they changed. Like, I don't like when a game gives you. A million fucking weapons to use and then but only like four slots i hate it even never, in the first ever, one i never used the slingshot thing like, dude I, i'm never I use going that to, constantly but that's yeah, why I, they exist is because yeah. it will latch yeah. onto someone else but if you can but make this it, was th- this was literally like you know how your bow you could get a really powerful bow and then you can get different ammunitions for it right mm-hmm. and that's how you'd upgrade this was like fire bow electric bow and you had to have different bows for each element that you wanted to use, oh. and I and I hated it. So you, you could have like fifty fucking bows and use one the entire yeah. game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that I played Dying Light two. Um, that was just, you know, that was good. Mm-hmm. I give it like a seven out of ten. Right. But my Steam Deck is coming. Um, I got the the you know confirm your order, finish paying for it thing yesterday, mm-hmm. and it says shipping soon. Very so. Nice. I should have that very shortly. And yeah. Um, I saw some things and been watching some things. I saw the movie, um, the lost city. Um, how was it with, um, Sandra Bullock and, uh, Sandra Bullock, um, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe. And yeah. So I, when I was watching it, I completely forgot that Brad Pitt was in it. He he was the best part of the movie. He looked like he was going to be the best part. And when he, when they showed him in the first trailer, like it wasn't even like a, Mm. you know, three trailers later or anything. It was the first trailer he shows up and I was like, he's going to steal the show. He looks ridiculous. He was was hands down the best part. Was it good Um, TJ? I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very good. Bill, I think that you will probably like it even more than I did. Um, and Ryan, yeah, you'll enjoy it too. Like I, I, I really well, like it a lot. It's 
Will like Liz like it? Is it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It's that type of movie where it's not like, it's not like cheesy, but it's, it's campy. Like I was, no, it's, it's, it's not like that. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It, it It's very good. It's very right. good. Right, cool. But it, it's, it's funny. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, there's you saw, also, you also saw Batman again in 4DX, right? Uh, yes. With the seats that move and they're spraying like fog and they like yeah. spray you in the face with like water and shit. It's, it's like crazy. I still, but, need, um, I still need to try that out sometime. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely 4DX. I would never recommend that for the first time watching movie. If you're, I mean, if you're watching like Jungle Cruise for the first time, watch it in 4DX. Awesome. If you're watching The Batman or something <laughs> that you really want to like sit there and enjoy the story, it's a second watch type movie or experience second yeah, yeah. Watch type of experience but no i'm definitely glad i did it and it was very cool and it was it was a lot of very shocking moments that you know things that they put into the theater to to add to the experience it was it was cool nice. um cool. there's a show that the three of us watched i think it came out like two or three years ago on prime video called undone yeah and oh. it's coming out with a season two uh, and I rewatched season one, and it was phenomenal. Oh, I need to rewatch season one. Have you watched yeah. season two yet, TJ? Uh, we did. The three of us did get some access to uh, to an early screening of season two, mm-hmm. and I'm two episodes in. Is it good? Oh, holy shit! Okay, really? Cool. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Right. I'm just gonna say this. No, no. It like expands cool. what the show was capable of. Oh my it's god! Stop so it. stop, stop it! That show it's so good. The first that, episode of season two, holy shit! Let's that show engulfed like it my did. my whole yeah, yeah. life. Like I I would just sit for days and think about what I saw. Like, so for just, days. Just so people have context to this too, the first season they're they're um, twenty five minute episodes, and I believe there's only eight of them, and it's it's a little over three hours if you just sit there and watch every episode all the way through and you watch it like a movie. It's a little over three hours. You can binge this thing in like maybe two I'll days rewatch that no like, while I'm on the plane and everything and you're gonna, like that. You're definitely gonna want it's to awesome. watch it like that. Like don't don't watch one episode and then wait fucking two weeks to watch another one because yeah, if you're gonna watch it, watch it within a course yeah. of a couple of days. Yeah. Um, and for you guys, definitely rewatch the. You have. I'm glad that I rewatched. Yeah, the first I need season. to you have to. You absolutely yeah. have to. There's yeah. Yeah, because um, just based on what the show is, it does a lot of callbacks and all that stuff. So, yeah. have you guys watched um, Severance? No, no, no. So it's a new Apple TV show where um, there's a job where once you get promoted to a certain floor, you have mm-hmm. to undergo the, the procedure called Severance. Um, it looks which, good. Which uh, you can when you leave work, you can't remember what you do or anything about your job. And when you're, when you enter work, you don't know anything about your home or anything like that. You, you literally productivity, you literally like in an L he goes up in an elevator and he has literally no recollection of what just happened. Do they do some some cool memento type shit? They do. They do things where you think about it and you're like, wait a minute. If I were the version that's stuck at work, Ryan, imagine opening the door to work, and when you leave, the next thing you remember is walking into work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you don't go home, you don't, you literally just live at work. Yeah, or you live at home. Like it's, 
it's cr- and the way that they did it was genius. I only watched the first episode, but the way that they ex- like showed someone leaving and coming back so, like really quick. So this like, I have a, this can I have a, be any uh, genre. What is it? Is it comedy? Like they can make that into anything. Is it thriller? Is it what drama? I saw, like what I saw horror? is not a comedy. What what I saw in the first episode was a fucking nightmare. It Jesus. was it it, it it's not horror, but it's. Like as an adult, as an adult, it gave me the highest level of anxiety that I could have. Oh, wow. And I and I don't want to spoil it and tell you why. But I have a a friend that I I wasn't going to. It looked amazing. But once someone tells me that it's just eh, I just never watch whatever or read or play that thing that they tell me. Watch the eh. first episode, TJ. Watch the first episode. And I have I have I have a friend at work who told me that he just watched the first episode and it was just eh. so I wasn't planning on watching it. But now that you say it's good, I will I will check it out. I will. We have such a spoil of riches and like this overload of media and content and stuff out there that all it takes is for one random person to be like, meh. Mm -hmm. And it's like, nope, moving down the list of things to do. And um that's unfortunate that that's it, the way it is. But also, we got a lot of cool stuff to yeah to consume. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine is on Netflix, and it is number three yeah. right now yeah. in the country, which makes me so happy. It's such a great movie. It really yeah, is it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Saga, new issue came out last week. I finally read it today. Uh, it was, I didn't read it. I didn't even know it came out. It's so good. It's so good. I got to get back into my reread. I was left off like a little further than halfway. Mm-hmm. And I put it down and I got to pick it back up. Yep. And obviously we'll Radiant that. Black, uh, if you are hearing this, you should go get the latest episode of Radiant or latest issue of Radiant Black. Hmm. Might That's be something good. cool in there. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. Um, yeah. So that does it for this episode. If, uh, you know, you should be hearing our outro song. By our good friend Wyatt Lane, he does make good can, sounds. Yeah, he, he makes the good sounds. outro sound. Um, he's so been he, doing. He the is outro the sound sounds. of the Invincible Podcast. Yeah, and the yeah. Invincible Song Podcast. Yeah, lots of sounds. Uh, you can find him over on SoundCloud and Apple Music and Spotify and other things. He's also on Twitter. Check him out. Uh, keep an eye out on our Twitter, where you can find. Um, our poll for what is potentially the next episode mm-hmm. and uh, what we're going to be reviewing next. And you can vote on that, whether it be destroyer or something else. If you hate us, <laughs> that's right. Anything else? That's you it. Right. That does it. Thank All you right. guys for listening. All right. Okay. See you next month. Okay, you. Bye. Bye. bye.